Welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale, it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale Podcast. Let's go. And welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. I'm not ashamed. Checking out the show this evening. Uh, we appreciate it as always. You're in Columbia, South Carolina, my friend. Uh, for the most part, we, uh, we 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 cuss at each other, still be friends. But he is in the upstate. He's the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. Uh, feared by a lot of folks. He is uh, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? What's up, gang? Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Sunday. Pretty nasty day in most parts of the uh, the viewing area, I do believe. Hope you're all staying safe and warm out of the elements. Uh, shout out to the people online with the uh, the we don't care stuff from Jackpot. That that's slowly becoming a, a bit that we didn't think would be a bit. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. Pretty funny. Uh, anyway, True. we got a lot. Of, we got a lot to talk about. Not really. We got stuff to get into this evening. Um, we've got uh, Gamecocks getting a big commitment. Uh, we'll talk about that. And how, is this a commitment that could change things? And in some eyes, maybe we shall see. But hey, a lot of it, a lot of different stuff we're going to get into. First of all, thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill for sponsoring the show, Callaway's Bar and Grill.com. I'll be sponsoring the Bracket Challenge coming up here in March. We do that sort of like we do the uh, the pick the football pick'em challenge. Yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about if we get a chance, jackpot. We'll talk a little bit about the Gamecock basketball team and how they've uh, shit the bed again. <clears throat> and we'll talk a little bit about uh, some other stuff too. But we've got the big football commitment. We'll get into in a moment. But before we do that, let's uh, thank Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, who's sweating right now because his beloved Dallas Cowboys are. Uh, they're on the ropes right now out in San Francisco. But uh, anyway, DNC Trucking and Transport sponsors Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. All right. Let's see what kind of BS I can come up with here. <clears throat> um, it sucks to be a Gamecock. We were working awful hard to go 7-5 next season. Our basketball team is also a failed abortion. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message, courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. <clears throat> There's a part of that that Jackpot agrees with. We may get into in a moment, but uh, hey, Jackpot, we've got uh, Gamecocks get a big, big recruit. Number one recruit in the state. Yeah, big I've, recruit in more ways than one. <clears throat> he is a uh, he is a big, huge guy, but. Uh, this young man is the highest-rated offensive line prospect to ever go to the University of South Carolina, according to something that I read earlier today. Uh, Brandon Shell had that title before. Brandon Shell still playing with the Miami Dolphins. But uh, this young man, Mr. Pringle, I believe is his name, is going to come to South Carolina. He's, what, 6'7", 330 pounds. I mean, yeah. mammoth, mammoth young man. Yeah, the big, the big six, seven, 338 pounder out of uh, Woodland High School in Dorchester, South Kakalaki. That's right. 
down Big, near uh, uh, Somerville or Charleston or somewhere down there in the somewhere in the middle of nowhere. He is a, a big, big guy. And people like uh, Ter- Terran saying, whoopity do, I think you need to understand uh, <laughs> this is a guy that was recruited by everyone. Yeah. I mean, Clemson wanted this kid. Uh, I mean, I could look down his offer list. I think Tennessee was on the list too. I mean, there was Florida. Florida. I mean, this wasn't, uh, this wasn't, you know, the typical Gamecock recruit. This is a this is a big get for Shane Beamer, and uh, and B. his coach Bean says, "Why didn't Dabo get him?" <laughs> they backed off. B Bean, they backed off. Now, see, I, I've been hold on now. I've been respectful of your program, and you just always, were, been, always an excuse. I no, I mean, I mean, this you know, it's always you know, always an excuse, always something. He's not a take. Didn't want him. Was was holding out no, something else. Clemson, Clemson wanted this kid too. All right, uh, you know I can uh, I can speak about that with the stuff that I've read, and some of the uh, I texted someone earlier about it, so they were shocked that he went there, but they thought that he was locked up and he was going to Clemson, but apparently he said nope, yeah. want to go to South Carolina. Shot? Why would he? Okay. Anyway, I'm telling you what somebody told me. I mean, I, I I don't follow the recruiting trail like everybody else, but I can tell you this: he is. <laughs> Six foot seven, six foot eight, whatever the hell he is, and he weighs three hundred and thirty pounds, and he moves like a damn panther, is what uh, someone told me. You don't have very many kids like that that are out there, and offensive linemen are the hardest thing to get, in my opinion. So yep. I think it's a huge get for the Gamecocks. So <clears throat> there's that. Jay says he ain't no DeAndre Johnson. <laughs> Uh, I put a little video out earlier with a couple of his highlights, just announcing his uh, his commitment to the Gamecocks, and I got a couple of comments on it. And our uh, our own Peg and Megan commented on it, um, something about when will he transfer? And I said he's not going to. I said he's he's going to finish out his high school career at Woodland High, where he's at currently. He's not transferring, so um, I, I don't know where he heard that from. It's nice of Peg and Megan to take a break in between his shifts there at Waffle House uh, for making yeah, hash for Trevor Lawrence to uh, to make a comment about an offensive tackle. It's pretty pretty nice of him to do that. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, Peg and Megan says he'll be the next Jordan Birch. Well, bless your heart, sir. Well, they play totally different positions, so I mean that kind of doesn't make sense, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Peg, Peg and Megan may not know the difference between the offensive line and the defense. Even though, yeah, does he know the difference between the offense and the defense? I'm not so sure about that. He, uh, let's see here. Brock says he can't block like talking Vols. Sir, no one can block as well as the talking Vols. You're putting too high of a bar for that young man. Can't, can't have any of that nonsense. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, well, and Peg and Megan also says, you know what I meant? Total bust. If he's a total bust, why the hell did your former defensive coordinator want him up at Oregon? I guess he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing up there either then, right? Well, I mean, they don't play, they don't play defense at Oregon regardless of who the coach is. So, well, that could be fair too. Uh, anyway, jackpot, you, I'm going to open up the phones. We'll let the folks talk to us a little bit about this recruit and whatever the hell else they want. Before we do that though, I put it in the co- in the, uh, the show description. 
Big Barney Ross has uh, given us a couple more of his bourbon reviews. Uh, Jim Beam Ghost and Eagle Rare. It's all in the uh, the the comment or the link there on the uh, show description, or just go to robinkaleshow.com and uh, <laughs> read the musings of Big Barney Ross, who sends us a bourbon review every week. Yeah. The old Cowboys are going to have to tighten up here. It's either if 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 Sam Fran gets a touchdown on this drive, it's going to be going to be kind of hard to come back. This has been quite the defensive struggle. <clears throat> Scott says the SEC makes more NFL players. Okay. All right, phone lines are open. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. That is the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the program. Uh, the South Carolina basketball team is terrible. I mean, I, I don't even know which way to go with all that. I, I don't know how close well, I mean, One thing about them, they never stop fighting. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone said comments about Joe Burrow today. Joe Burrow went up there in the snow and played well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, Jerry wants to know, do you prefer Fowls or Hot Dog World, Jackpot? What's your favorite? I saw it a while ago. Um, I, I, hot Dog World was better than Pals. Uh, the Pals was overall was, was better, I thought, for the French fries and the, the, the hamburgers and just the overall avidance of the place. But uh, the Hot Dog World was, was probably better. He's asked that a couple of times. I, I just now got around to answering it when you said that something – do it, leave it a little super chat. It's a nice way to uh, get your comment read up here on the channel. But, Fair enough. Uh, don't get don't get quite enough of those. We Rob and I are going to be eating beans and franks this winter. We're not not really raking in too much here. Well, let's go to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Uh, how y'all doing this evening? What y'all talking about? What subject matter? Sir, you called up to the program and you don't know what we're talking you, about. You 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 sure dime spill it. Okay. Well, I I just turned on my phone and I seen y'all was live and I just started calling. <laughs> but uh anyways, uh so how how are y'all feeling now football season's over and we're in the off season going into uh next year and uh Rob, uh, I was reading a story but apparently uh the NCAA was gonna investigate Clemson over that church. Apparently they was funneling money to a church there in Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah, that's that's all fabrication by dumbasses. It was put up by a fake website. Um, it's really sad that any fan base would go and say that a church that has pumped millions of dollars into the community to make the community better is giving money to the Clemson football program when there's absolutely zero evidence of it happening. And the head pastor is one of the biggest, biggest Gamecock fans on the planet. It just shows the level of stupidity and how how wretched certain people are. I guess when Clemson beats the shit out of you as much as they normally do with a lot of these folks, they're just going to make up stuff about churches and Jesus and everything yeah. else. A lot of, uh, lot, lot, of circumstantial, guys, a lot of circumstantial <laughs> evidence pointing that way, though. Uh, There's never been tried, never been convicted bullshit. in a court of law, but that never happened. Never yeah. happened. The circumstantial oh, evidence yeah. is dumb Gamecock yeah. fan sits there and says. Why is it that there's so much money up at Clemson? Oh, we have we have all this money down here, but they shouldn't have money at Clemson. So I'm just going to make up shit out of thin air because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's pretty much what it is. And, 
You know, it's funny. Uh, I know, Rob, me and you talked about this on Facebook, but how they're flying the banner over the Orange Bowl saying, good luck in the bowl game, Gamecocks. You know what? I, I That bothered me at, at one point, but you know what? Let them have their fun. They yeah, let, get, let them have their fun. They, they get don't to get to have their fun stadium. very often. Here's what I know. They wrote checks. Remember the, remember the scene in Top Gun where – Maverick comes in with Goose at the beginning of the movie and they did the flybys and all that. And his CEO looks yeah. at him and says, you're writing checks. Your body can't cash. That's what this Gamecock right. football team is doing because they have and to play that's... Clemson next year. They have to go right. to Tennessee next year. So they're either going to look really, really good or they're going to get their dicks kicked in and we'll laugh at them next year. It's one of the, we're not scared. I mean, I mean, why do we have to be scared of, I mean, we've got a, we got a gunslinging quarterback coming back. We can. We got a, oh, a wide receiver on. who runs like a mule. Come on now. I mean, uh, it's not a lot to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Stephen Garcia as the quarterback than Spencer Rattler. But anyways, uh, uh, I was going to well. say. But I was just going to say though, you know, here, here's my thing going into twenty three. You know, I was seeing where the Spurs up show. If y'all know who they are. Like, they were saying how South Carolina's going to be second to the SEC. So I'm like, okay, you got to play Tennessee. First off, uh, Josh Heifel being one of the most petty sons of bitches on this planet who keeps receipts, has that game circled in the England Stadium. Like, I, I would not want to be a South Carolina fan in that game. Well, I mean, why? why? I mean, what should South Carolina uh, fear them for? So we, we beat that ass. By 25 points, and should have been worse. Should have goddamn been worse. So why the fuck are we sitting here saying, "Well, I'd hate to see y'all come to Neyland Stadium." It wasn't a fluke. Y'all just you didn't play good. You got your ass beat, we and you keep running run that damn thing. Sucker, you're more likely to get it whooped even worse next year. Man, I mean, man. goddamn. Yeah, I mean, they, people they, are just off the damn rails. One stupid. year, and all of a sudden, they're about to go kill everybody. Sir, you you have to realize that the Gamecocks had the special recipe to beat Tennessee. They had uh, defensive backs that could go up Mm -hmm. and actually pressure guys man-to-man when that happens. And they had a quarterback that just didn't give a shit. He wasn't intimidated by all the defense that uh, that the Vols had. Couldn't give a shit. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, they have and, a perfect uh, recipe I'll, there. I mean, also, too, it helps when you got Freddy Kitchen I mean, calling your play. Ten- Tennessee, Tennessee's a fluke thing anyway. They'll, they'll be good for uh, maybe a year or two, and then they'll go back. Yeah, to that's, that, that's again. fine there, Tater Man. We whipped your ass in the <laughs> bowl, so don't Hey, con- congratulations. You beat some backups. Miles Murphy didn't play. He's going to be a top five well, draft pick. Well, we played our backups, too. Whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. you want to play, have to do stuff there, buddy. Whatever you got to play, <laughs> Anyways, y'all have a good night. Thank you, sir. Uh, Brock says Big Barney Ross is the Roger Ebert of Bourbon reviews. You're correct on that. Uh, excuse me, Brock said that. Big Barney Ross says uh, Tennessee cheats. Yeah, when when's the uh, when's that that investigation going to come to an end? When's the NCAA going to get off their ass and say, you know what, you cheated really really bad. We don't give a shit that you fired everybody. When are they going to get hit with sanctions? Probably not going to happen. Never. Let's go back out to the phones and welcome into the program. Good evening. Rob, it is Megan. Megan, uh, listen. Are you sick? During- you sound like you sound like you uh 
like like you you swallowed a bunch of razors. Are you are you hurting really bad, sir? I'm fine. Just a just a late night last night. Um, listen, during that uh, that last call, you mentioned levels of stupidity, and I was <laughs> yeah. thinking to myself, there is nobody more qualified to uh, describe levels of stupidity than yourself, sir. You've uh, sure. you, you've been to all of them. So yeah, I mean, but at least I'm not running around with a with a Jimbo Fisher tank top that's bedazzled like you are, sir. I don't, I don't have that uh, problem. I, do. I also don't have the problem that I, I can uh, not show respect to Stetson Bennett, who's won national titles like, two in a row, when a bevy of quarterbacks that you hit the ground really, really hard for, so hard that you had to get reinforced knee pads to blow, that couldn't even <laughs> hold what Stetson Bennett has done as far as winning national titles. I mean, I don't have that problem. But anyway, go ahead and say how that I'm an idiot. I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting for it. Go ahead. First of all, I've had nothing but comments on that tank Bullshit. top. I'll have you know that. Okay, I'm on the tank top. Second Fair enough. All, yeah. Yeah. Second of all, I've always been in Stetson's corner. I don't know what you're oh, talking about are there. Are you out of your fucking um, mind? I don't know shit about fuck. I, I, do have, <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do have a question for Jackpot. Or I, I was obviously having some fun trolling him on the, on the video he made earlier. Um, this, this commitment is a huge deal in that Beamer has, has done pretty much everything else. Uh, it just hasn't landed those five stars, and this is a huge deal. If this if this ball really gets rolling, um, and that's that's the one thing he's been he's been missing so far. Would you agree, Jackpot? Yeah. Well, there's only only so many five stars out there, so um, if he can yeah. if he can keep landing players like this, keeping those keeping that home state talent. Uh, in st- not only keeping it in state, uh, but keeping it away from the dirty corner, uh, the upstate, and, and continuing to uh, continuing to take from them uh, is is slowly kind of whittling away. Well, I mean, not not just us doing that, but I mean they've whittled away at, at their own uh, at their own program with their own own stupidity and uh, and, and failure to recruit, failure to use the, the transfer portal and, and that type of stuff. Um, just the, I mean, the, 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 the foundation has been crumbling for a while and it continues to crumble. And uh, I think we see the, the balance of the power shift more and more over to the good guys where it should be. Yeah. Uh, Rob, on that, on that note, what, what are your thoughts? I love it when Jackpot does comedy. It's great. It's our state. Rob. Yeah, I just love it. Jackpot does comedy. It makes me happy. Um, where do you stand on on Dabo's whole stance about if you're committed to us, you don't take any other visits? Where do you stand on that, Rob? Um, I think it's an, an I think it's an antiquated thing now, and uh, I think that in the end, if we're being completely honest and not trying to troll each other here, in the end, I think he's going to have to revise that because I think a lot of kids aren't going to be. Hey, you know what they want to have their moment in the sun. They want to go out and go and visit Southern Cal or, or where the hell ever I may not go there, but I still want to visit. I think there's going to be And until they can, uh, he has to revise that. I mean, you have to adapt sort of like the way Saban adapted a while back. If he doesn't, he's going to get left in the dust, especially with the, the transfer portal getting, getting a, a, a fourth string quarterback. That's the only transfer Clemson has 
it's it's insane, especially with the way that uh, young men have left the program just like they've been everywhere else. And I think he's going to end up having to rely on a lot of freshmen to fill holes. And when that happens, it's eventually going to catch you because you can't hit the Trevor Lawrence dime every time. You just can't. You can't expect freshmen to go out and do what Lawrence and Ross did their freshman year. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. He does seem to be one of the more, if not the most stubborn head coach in, in the Power Five. When he when he makes his mind up, man, he really digs in. Would you agree? Absolutely. <clears throat> he's got he's got to revise yeah. the way he thinks or he's going to get left behind. James Similar. Thompson says, we have 87 on Scully right now. The limit is 85. How do you use the transfer portal? Uh, stop giving scholarships to your kids. Um, yeah. Stop giving Tell scholarships me. to shitheads who uh, – who aren't He's contributing anything to the team and, and give them the second of all, tell Xavier Thomas, you've been here seven fucking years. We don't need your services anymore. You can tell yeah. guys like move the hell on that haven't been an impactful player since that's the other side of it. If you're going to have, well, I can go wherever I want as a transfer, then scholarships are one year, sir. You're going to come in and you're not going to come in and, and be in shape and do what you're supposed to do. Then, it's a business now. You got to move on. I agree. Um, Rob, I'm going to sign off with 43 and 18, sir. Thank you for uh, telling us your locker combination for middle school. We appreciate that, sir. You have a great night. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Jackpot's enamored with the uh, the Cowboys game. Even it's, though yeah, it's third down, third and ten now. That their uh, their life is slowly getting choked away. Cowgirls about to shit the bed as usual. Yeah. Cowgirls are shit in the bed. That's that happens. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Chris in Georgia. Hello, Chris. I got a question. I got a question for you. Um, <laughs> do you think you watch pro football, right? Are you talking to me or Jackpot? I, I watch... Uh, you. Yeah, I watch... Um, I watch yeah. <clears throat> uh, do you think that Terry Bradshaw is a better all-time quarterback than, say, Dan Marino? Uh, I don't know, man. Champion, it, it's it's the whole championship thing. You know, it just, just depends on how you look at it. I didn't grow up watching I mean, that, uh, Terry Bradshaw, so it's kind of hard for me to give you a very educated, um, you know educated Terry Bradshaw says I mean he he admits he rode the steel curtain defense to all four of those titles now the thing with Stetson it's he won't admit that he thinks he's the only I mean you had games against Kentucky he didn't throw any touchdowns Missouri he didn't throw any touchdowns he went four games out of his 12 regular season games a whole third of the season where he didn't throw a single touchdown in those games well but you can't sit there and claim sir respectfully under that logic then we should just tie up everything and give it to Will Rogers at Mississippi State because he had the most yards in the in the SEC this year. It's not always. I mean, it's, it's, it's not it's always that, to, man. It's, it's how it's how you lead your team to wins. Yeah, yeah. He starts leading them in the playoffs. I mean, he's Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick's a trash can in the regular season, and then it's time for the playoffs. And his defense has done all the work to get him there, and he wants to show up. For the he playoffs. looked like a trash can against the Gamecocks. A million. He wants a million dollars because he, he looked like a trash can ball. against Tennessee. Playoff kid. My thing is, is, is if he was humble about it, it'd be one thing. But he's out there being cocky, like nobody respects it, dude. Like, he said, uh, I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, 
Georgia fans hated him, so he hates them. Who, who's now your favorite? Want to talk to him. I don't blame him. Who's your favorite Tennessee of all time? Of all time, he's Shuler. He's Shuler. He has two more national championships than Heath Shuler does. That's all you need to and know. And that's cool. I mean, Trent Dilfer has more Super Bowls than Dan Marino. I guarantee you, Trent Dilfer would rather be Dan Marino when it comes to talent. Doesn't matter. He led his team to wins, though. You don't think winning the national title means anything? Winning two national titles in a row means nothing. You don't think he deserves it respect something. for it's that? A, it's, a, it's a team award. <laughs> it's a team award. Sure. Though that's the thing is it, it, a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks out there. I mean, Trent Dilfer rode one of the best pro defenses of all time to a, a Super Bowl, and yeah, then they cut him that off. You have to go back to, that, to, to Trent Dilfer. It doesn't happen all the time. Doesn't happen all the time, but it happens when you have the best defense <laughs> since the 01 Hurricanes. Like I, I, there's a lot of quarterbacks that can ride that defense. The thing is, my thing is, fans, <laughs> not all of them, but some of them want to act like Stetson's better than because he's got two national championships. He's better than Burrow. He's better than. Uh, uh, I, um, I I don't think I've Cam heard anyone Newton, say Tebow. that he's better than Joe Burrow or Cam Newton. I think as a college quarterback, he got Georgia over the hump. And got them uh, broke that championship streak that uh, that was there. I mean, I, I don't think they're they're talking about. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people think about, oh, well, what's he going to do on the next level? Who gives a shit? He could go and buy car washes and put them out in Athens, and you'll be a millionaire for the rest of his life. Just because you're not in the NFL doesn't mean that you're not a good quarterback. Connor Shaw is one of the best quarterbacks that I ever covered at South Carolina, probably the best South Carolina quarterback ever. Gamecock fans can debate me on that. He couldn't make it in the NFL. It doesn't mean that he wasn't a good quarterback, though. At South Carolina, he he throat-punched just about everybody that he fucking played. It doesn't mean that he's not a good quarterback because he's not in the NFL, though. I mean, Georgia fans, Georgia. if you sat there and you tried to say, man, that 1980 championship, that's on Buck Ballou. Herschel Walker, he had nothing to do with that. The defense had nothing to do with it. That was Buck Ballou. They'd laugh <laughs> in your face. But then you have Stetson Bennett doing the exact same thing, and just because he'd done it twice, you have Georgia fans that are like, oh, my God, he's better than anyone. He's the, he's the Georgia GOAT. He's a, like, he's are a you champ- serious? He's a two-time championship-winning quarterback. There's not very many of those. There's not, but, I mean, anybody ride defenses, dude. They, I mean, it happens. It's, Do you think not, Ken Dorsey was just to is go a great out there college just, quarterback? Look, it's not easy just to go out there and do that either. Uh, Connor Shaw had a hell of a defense at South Carolina. You could talk about the Clownies and the and uh, and who else Mel- was on that defense? Melvin Ingram, Melvin Quarles, these guys. Stephon Gilmore was great. Stephon Gilmore, who's going to be a Hall of Famer in the NFL, but Connor Shaw couldn't get over the hump and win the win even the East. How many South how Carolina. many top three it's classes to did that. that South Carolina did those South Carolina teams have? What's that? How, how many of those South Carolina teams got to avoid the hardest parts of the of the, <laughs> divi- of the opposite division when they played? Like, it's, what do you, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I know I'm, one of them was the, that they were the only team in the uh, SEC East to have beaten Alabama until the until uh, the Tard Man finally did it this year. Well, I mean, 13 years later, last year, technically, but um, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, the people, like, you were just talking about him giving Stetson hell. I mean, it, <coughs> you've got to bring up the fact that Stetson 
disappears in games. I mean, if not for that defense and if not for Georgia's kicking game, there's a reason that Georgia they had a they led the nation in red zone offense, but they also led the nation in kit and field goals in the red zone because their offense stalled out all the time in the red zone. Maybe maybe that and had to do with the fact that, that if you really stop and look at Georgia, a lot of their the guys that caught passes were tight ends. They didn't really have, and I think most Georgia fans will be completely honest. They don't really have like a like an AJ Green type of wide receiver like they've had in the past. They don't have. Yeah, because they're running the they're running the mid two thousands Patriots offense. They're running the exact same thing: feed the running back, feed the slot, feed the tight end. Because Stetson Bennett's arm's so weak, he can't get it down the field except one or two plays a game. You can't expect him to throw it down the field accurately multiple times a game, like. Well, that's just uh, like I mean, I, I can I can say all right. Well, so I can say the same thing about Hendon Hooker. He was too much of an idiot to figure out the Virginia Tech offense, so he had to uh, be a four string quarterback and then go to Tennessee, where it's basically eight different plays, run up to the line as fast as you can, and throw five and seven. Maybe yards the slants. offense is just maybe the Virginia Tech offense was just bad. I mean, it's not yeah, like I mean, Fuente Ju- is, Justin Fuente is was looked at right as a now, quarterback even saver and everything else, but whatever. I mean, it's Fuente uh, even it's, an OC somewhere. I mean, all these OC jobs opening up, he can't even get a call. That's crazy. Maybe he just doesn't want to coach anymore. Maybe you should look into Justin Fuente a little bit. Try that. Uh, Google that for me. I mean, it wasn't like there was other quarterbacks that were succeeding any, under any, him. Any other? Any other thing? He's hanging like? out. He's hanging out there in the mountains of Virginia somewhere, still smoking his weed and four million dollars to hang out in the mountains of Virginia. That's not really that bad. Fine, if you want. I mean, that's the trade-off. You get you get your big fat buyout, but you get known as a failure forever. I mean, if if you're okay with, if you have <laughs> the fortitude in your heart to be okay with being known as a failure at a so, team that's got a great talent base in Virginia Beach. I mean, Virginia Beach puts out some of the most talent. I mean, it usually goes to FSU, Tennessee, Georgia, sure. places like that because he can't recruit for shit. But oh, if, you, if you're okay with just being known as a failure forever, then I mean, live that Butch Jones buyout. Buy you know. Okay. On top of that, everybody blowing the FSU penis. <laughs> oh, else? I'm just saying FSU. They do well in the they do well in the, the Virginia Beach area and the and the Newport News and all that area. They they do they well stealing other people's players too, but you know they still ain't one shit. Oh, I I think they're I I mean top four. Some people have them top four, top five. I think that's a bit overhyped, but I mean we'll see. Uh, but I, I don't think they have the depth to stay up there. I think if Jordan Travis gets hurt, they don't have any uh, any quarterback behind them. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I just think I think people are slobbing on Stetson just a little too hard for a dude that I mean, uh, won, a quarter of his games, he, titles, he, or so, a third of his games, he didn't why, throw a touchdown. Why, why can't you be respectful of the fact that he won two national titles? You SEC people talk about, oh, my God, this is the absolute what? toughest conference ever. Mizzou and Vanderbilt would win the ACC. He rolled through an SEC schedule, didn't lose <laughs> I didn't a fucking that. game. I think a lot then of won the, the SEC season. championship. This season, he won the SEC championship and then won the national title. And that's still not good enough. I mean, I'm sure he's laughing at all of you saying, you know what? That's that's so cute for you, Tennessee fans. We can't even watch your last you national think- title in HD. We could watch the last two. That I've won though. That's do you think if Stetson Bennett? Do you think if Stetson Bennett went down in the Oregon game, 
anything about Georgia's season I mean, would have changed. It, honestly, all, all those things are hypothetical. I mean, if I if I were to spurt up to six foot seven, I could make the South Carolina basketball roster because I have a hell of a jump shot. I mean, we're just going to talk about you, things that could be if this happened, if that happened, if you know, I, I, that doesn't make any sense, man. We can go by what's real, and what's real is the hardware, and Stetson Bennett has that. And, and that's fine, man. If somebody came to me and said, it's hey, name your top quarterback, Terry Bradshaw wouldn't be there, even though he's got four <clears throat> Super Bowl championships. I, I don't think people run around he wouldn't be on anybody Terry Bradshaw is the best quarterback ever anyway, but whatever, man. You want to die on that? Hill I don't either. Bad, I don't brother. think he's in the top twenty or the top ten. Sure. But you guys are out here acting like Stetson Bennett because you won a couple championships off the back of his defense is is God's gift to Earth. Okay, we'll put you down in the. Stetson I never Bennett. said that. <laughs> put you down in the Stetson. The Rob Stetson Rob's ball. all mad at, at Peg and Megan for not respecting Stetson, and it's just like, dude, man. I like, mock. He almost, I mock Pegan because he he made comments before. That's why he also said Jimbo Fisher would win the West this year. How'd that work out? So there's that. And win them all. <laughs> so you, if if Stetson was such an important part of that Georgia team, and he's the reason why they won those championships, you don't think they'll three peak next year? I don't know. I don't know exactly how how their roster is going to shake out. I think it's a little bit too early for that. But here's what I do know is that there were high, more highly touted quarterbacks that were behind him. And a, nas- a two-time national championship head coach said, that's the guy that I want to go with. Can't really argue that. Can't argue against <clears throat> that on this program. I guess we'll see. I mean, just because you're ranked higher don't mean you're they're, better they're, always. They were the I best mean, team Kirby's in the country. That- they were the best team in the country this year, and he was the quarterback for them. And that's why that's why you can about. sit there and throw a potato at the quarterback <laughs> position and, and still succeed. Cool. Just like the Ravens did in two thousand, throw a potato at the quarterback cool. position and yeah. just let your defense hold teams yeah, to, I mean, to one hundred fifty yards Ravens, a game. But pretty much after you that, you've had to have a pretty good quarterback to back there to uh, to do some stuff. And if you watched the national championship game, Bennett was throwing all over the damn place. Had a lot to do with him. Well, yeah, I mean, when he's got a month off and his arm isn't tired. He, it charges back up, and he can actually throw with for a little bit of distance. So like but when he's playing a full he like season, a, halfway I mean, everybody season, that plays in the national championship game gets a month off. So, so he's like halfway, a vibrator. I'm that saying, you put more halfway through the season, in. his little sore right, arm started hurting him. His little tiny baby hands, he couldn't throw nothing, and he he, he went three games without throwing a touchdown maybe, in a row. Maybe, because, maybe, sir, maybe his hand was too loaded with rings that it was just too much to tote around. Maybe that wore his arm out. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe maybe that's why Trevor's national championship ring. Maybe that's why he couldn't win the other day because his weighing his hand down I, too I much. Understand, so, I understand you want to bash out at people, and I understand that you're upset, but you don't have to throw shade at Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be fine. Don't don't get upset. Since he rewards himself with Waffle House when they win, did he punish himself with Denny's when they lost, or how did he handle that? I don't, know, I don't know, but I did. I did go to Yelp and look up Kansas City, Missouri, to make sure there was indeed a Waffle House there for him to go celebrate the big win yesterday when they got it. But they kind of came up a little bit short. So I don't know about Denny's. There's Denny's pretty much everywhere. So I would say probably so. You're probably one of those guys that they should have kept Gardner Mishu over uh, over Lawrence, right? You want to go down that hill? Take it the defense. 
offensive line they could have got if they didn't waste that first round, that number one overall pick on Lawrence. Okay, well we'll just we'll just chalk Trevor Lawrence up as a failure. What what who else is a failure? So Stetson Bennett's a failure, two-time national champion. Trevor Lawrence, Tom Brady, he's a failure. Who else is a failure? Tom Brady's not a failure. He he's actually done it on multiple teams, and he doesn't let his team down in big moments, and he doesn't go multiple games without throwing touchdowns and all kinds of stuff like that. Tom Brady threw red zone interceptions last week against the Dallas Cowgirls. Please, I mean he's like forty-seven years old. What do you expect? Please hang up the phone, sir. You, you're just making an. I'm ass talking about his whole history. Yeah. Talking about his whole history. Okay. Anything oh, else? Trevor Lawrence. Same thing as Marcus Mariota, man. He's just Tra- okay. cloned. He's gonna have a. Let's go ahead and. Uh, we're we're going to move on. Do this yeah. in like a Christmas present. Wrap her own. Jerry Wells said Denny's Grand Slam or Perkins Tremendous Twelve. Last time I had Perkins was uh, up in Pennsylvania back in October. Uh, the wife and I were the only two people eating in there. It was on like a Monday or Tuesday night. Well, actually, we were we were there probably about uh, 15 minutes after we first got in there. It was a couple um, behind us here, uh, probably in their 60s or 70s, and uh, they kept talking about the Catholic Church, and they were getting there into a big argument, and uh, – the lady, I don't know if she had COVID or something, but she was uh, hawking up uh, things and, and being pretty loud. Jackpot went and got the COVID. That's what he's trying to say. <clears throat> no, I didn't go get the COVID. I think she had it. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Uh, Brock with a great question. Stetson Bennett went to the Heisman ceremony. Where was Hendon Hooker? Hmm. Hmm. Point to ponder. Um, Megan Megan with a good point here. He says he loves how Rob always mentions Mizzou and Vanderbilt when you're describing the SEC. Not one of the last five SEC teams to win a natty. Oh, okay. Well, we we could talk about, I don't know. That's true. I mean, where else do you want to go? You want to talk about Arkansas, which is Missouri's shithole? I mean, where else do you want to go, man? I mentioned Vanderbilt and Mizzou. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Big Barney Ross says the Talking Vols channel looks like a good place for for Breeze commercial. Oh, no. Hey. Hey. All right, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Is the game final yet, Jackpot? Is it over? No, uh, they went to the booth to see if uh, this guy caught this pass for uh, the Cowboys. Uh, if they did, it looks like they'll have a first down, but they're still probably a good 50 yards away. Um, time for one Hail Mary. Hmm. Uh, it was an incomplete pass. Yeah, I have two, two feet in bounds in the NFL, I forgot. So uh, they're down to their final play. Uh, gonna have to have a miracle here. Miracle here. Five seconds left. Brandon says, but it's over. Dallas fans uh, be like a seventy-five yard hail mary. Dak Prescott can get the ball down that far. Boomauer says South Carolina just lost to Notre Dame again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Brock wants to know if the people from Talking Balls all live in the same trailer park. I don't know. That's a good question. The only Tennessee show that we really talk about here on here is uh, is our uh, is our buddy Mr. BVD. Yeah, yeah. Um, good show there. Good show. Good quality entertainment. Good quality. Good factual entertainment as well. Yeah, it's not a. He doesn't block anybody because he's not chicken shit. So there's that. Jerry is pissed. You might be right about that, sir. I would buy into that too. <clears throat> Travis is correct. It was a better game for uh, South Carolina than Dow. Uh, South Carolina crapped down the back of both legs. They should have won that game. That was uh, they gave that one away. It really did. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Pegan says, Rob, you could mention South Carolina. You know that team who beat the ACC championship didn't even win their own division in the SEC. Okay. Look, Clemson had an off year, sir. I mean, you want to you want to pick at Clemson, that's fine. They've had two off years in a row. Jay wants to know how the hairless guinea pigs are. Yeah, you can hear them over here bitching. I, they want me to give them some lettuce. Um I'll probably have to give them some more lettuce when the show's over there. Do they bitch at each other. <laughs> no, they bitch at me. Like if I walk into a room, right? Like um They'll just start doing this little squealing ass thing. I guess you could probably hear it over there, but they um, they squeal when they want uh, more lettuce. They like spinach and straw and whatever other vegetables they they can come Ooh. up with. What a shithole! What happened? They lost. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, the nineteen to twelve is the final. The Cal, the Dallas Cowboys, their fans will be bitching forever. I mean, they they disappoint um, better than any team I've ever seen, ever. Like, I mean, they really, really do. They went twelve and five this year, uh, now twelve and six, but they had, um, you know, Dak Prescott has games where he looks like he's the best quarterback on the planet, and then he has games where he looks like an absolute shithole. There's no, it looked like an absolute show. It's like a seesaw. He could be on one side or the other, but there's no balance in between. He never has a game where he goes like, I don't know, 14 for 25 for 180 yards and one touchdown and the Cowboys win. It's never that way. It's either 33 for 35, four touchdowns, no picks, or six for 30, four interceptions. He's, he's so bad one way or the other. It's a mess. Six for th- that sounds like a Connor Mitch stat line. Yeah, the uh, the last team to play good defense against Brock Purdy was the Clemson Tigers. Write that shit down on your pipe and smoke it. Yep, he was uh, the quarterback for Iowa. Did he State. play in that game? He hadn't quit yeah, too. He, no, he played the whole game. Got his got his. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, well, was your, the running back was the one that had quit. Yeah, that was the reason why you won. Um, Fagan says the rumor is you were the one who demanded those guinea pigs be hairless. I should explain myself, sir. You should Google hairless guinea pigs. It's not like you. I, I got an idea. Hey, let's get a guinea pig and shave it. No, I would never do that. These came that way. That's inhumane. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go with that. I had uh, some guinea pigs when I was probably 10, 11. I had a couple of different ones. I died though. 
I don't know. And I don't know from what, I mean, I just like, I went out and they were, they weren't babies. I mean, they were grown. I went out there one evening, we kept them in the garage and, uh, in the little pen or whatever. Um, and, uh, they're just really stiff. So I, they were dead. I mean, I don't know what it was. Somebody told me we didn't feed them enough lettuce. I said, hell, they eat it all the time. I said, you got to feed them more. Uh, yeah, we, we feed our pigs plenty of lettuce. We have had issues with guinea pig homicide here with our German shepherd. But generally, I think guinea pig's lifespan is like two to three years. The German shepherd killed a guinea pig? Yeah, twice. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Well, Elsa, like we have a cage, right? And, you know, Elsa comes in and she sees this little squeaking little guinea pig. She thinks it's a chew toy. So she grabbed, first one she got was vanilla ice, which was uh, one of our hair, hairy guinea pigs. And my wife says he's an albino. Um, so that he made, she made quick work of vanilla ice. Who probably died of a heart attack when he seen this big ass fucking dog sticking his nose in the damn cage, sticking her nose in the cage. And then we had Deuce, who uh, met met uh, his demise because, yeah, her demise because uh, you know just kind of peeked into the cage. Dog thought it was a uh, a uh, you know. Another what species. are you doing? Are you doing something now different to keep Elsa at bay? Well, now we a family rule is that the dogs are inside the guinea pig cage is locked up and the dog can't get anywhere near it. She goes over to the guinea pig cage now. She can't really get into it. But okay. yeah, so Elsa's a hundred and ten pound big dumb animal though. She's not she's not very smart. She runs head first into the door. She's she's just not. I mean, she's a pretty dog, but she's dumber than a box of hammers, and she likes to Sounds kill. Like if we, if we made her a Tinder profile, it would be, hi, I'm Elsa. I like to run into the door. I eat guinea pigs and don't expect me to think. That would be her Tinder profile. <laughs> she put her up on doggy Tinder. It would be hilarious. Not very smart. Does she ever fart? <clears throat> does Elsa fart? I don't know. I mean, I guess she does. Uh, my She's dog so farts a lot and it's terrible. Is it that bad? Yes. He'll be laying up in the bed and uh, I'll go for the remote. And he just cuts one, man. I mean, it's, it's pretty raunchy. Rick says, I'm the only bald guinea pig he's seen. Very good, sir. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, Jackpot, it's been a good show. We'll be back at it on Wednesday. I mean, unless you want to talk about the Gamecock basketball team, we could talk about the Clemson basketball team and how they're going to hurt my feelings eventually. They're playing Georgia Tech next. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to Georgia Tech. Did you, did you see anything about uh, – and, and this is in response today from a, uh, a video uh, by our favorite uh, UGA video maker there, Uncle Lou, uh, conspicuous by his absence tonight, um, about Ed Reed. Did you know that, that Ed Reed – uh, a guy that used to play for Miami got a job for like a day coaching a football team. Yeah, it was Bethune Cookman. And from what I gather, <clears throat> he wanted to go back to an HBCU to help the young athletes that are there. 
Um, and that was that was what he wanted to do. And apparently it's it's weird because Ed Reed made enough money in the NFL where he doesn't have to coach. So if he's going back to coach there, I mean, he obviously wants to coach. But I think there's just so and, – and this is a documented thing. A lot of HBCU athletic programs are so entrenched in just – it's like the, the financial end of it. It's like uh, embezzlement and all kind of stuff that goes on there. And this is something that goes on across the country. And, you know, he, he was upset when he got there that they didn't have his office like, um, you know, if – have his office ready for me just all kind of stuff and then they rescinded his contract and he didn't want to leave but he was basically told hey you gotta go that kind of thing you know and he just started i don't get it let's go to the phones welcome to the program good evening good evening in that good evening hello can you hear me yes please go ahead I don't know what I'm calling in for, but I just tuned into the show and I'm just calling to say that I'm happy y'all running the show tonight. Oh, well, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I also, I also want to say that if uncle Lou was around and, and available to call, he would call. Okay. Anything I also sir? want to ask once again, I called last week and I want to ask if you guys are planning on being at the Slob Olympics in a couple months. <laughs> yes. Jack, jackpot's going. I don't, I don't, I got to talk with the wife and see if we'll go down there. Yes. Yeah, someone's actually hooked me up with a hotel room. He actually is using somebody hooked you up with a hotel to, room, uh, Jackpot. What? Somebody hooked you up with a hotel room? Actually, is. Yes. For two days. Um, he's using uh, Hilton, Hilton points. Gave me some Hilton points. Yeah. So well, that's phenomenal. That, that works. Now you, now, you know there's a lot of pressure if you don't show up, right? Why would I not show up? Well, I don't know. Sometimes we've helped people out on this on your channel and other people's channels, and they don't show up. So. Well, we're, oh, no, I'll be there. Record of showing up when we're supposed to. Well, what about I, you, Rob? You coming? Come on, buddy. I, I got to I gotta talk to the wife and uh, see if we can work something out or we'll come down there for a day. I hadn't really thought about it. Well, the wife first. can't. The wife can't be will run room over, so let's get on it, buddy. What's that? What'd you say? I said I'm sorry. The wife can't be but one room over, so let's get on it. She's she's right over there. Oh, the wife's over there giving me shit now. Like if I don't show up, it's the wife's well, fault. No, we just haven't talked about talk. it. It's not like I can say, Hey, I'm going to Charleston for the day to go run around and, and do slob Olympics with you guys. Gotta talk with her about all that, you know, because we have the three children here. And has the wife ever been to Charleston? You know, where's dad? The other two don't care, but one does. So you got to keep the one child happy. And I'm uh, not here. I mean, I'll talk with the wife. I'll tell you, I'll have a concrete answer for you on the Wednesday night program. I'm going to talk with her about this this week, Wednesday. Yeah, I'll I'll give you a concrete answer uh, on Wednesday. So, okay. Well, I'd. I just want you to know that we'd love to have you there. This well, is Sir you. UGA. Uh, I will tell you that if I do go, Big Barney Ross is going to be my security guard because I don't trust any of these Tennessee motherfuckers that will is come Big at Barney me with Ross some nonsense. Coming? 
I, I, I'm going to have to employ his services if I'm going down there because I'm not going to put up with any bullshit. And a big Barney well, Ross goes, tell you. Uh, I, will, I, I will definitely employ his services down there because I'm not going to be mocked by a bunch of Tennessee fans. It's not happening. Well, first, first of all, let me tell you, there ain't going to be a bunch of Tennessee fans there. Mm. No. And, sec- and second of all, let me tell you, I got four kids and I found a babysitter. So you and you and uh, Mrs. Sanders, y'all get on it, okay? Well, I will. I'm I'm going to talk with the wife about it as soon as we get off the program here, sir. What are the dates on it? All I'm right. Well, what what is it? It's March. What March? Uh, you know the dates. It's March third through fifth. Now, come on, that's an irrelevant question. Brother, I'm not. I'm not very bright. I mean, seriously. Yes, you I, are. No, I'm not. I am. I I am dumber sometimes than a bag full of tacks. I'm not bright sometimes. I can't remember any fucking days. That's why the wife has to send everything right, to my well, damn calendar on my phone. I'm literally lucky to be able to stand up to this monitor and speak sometimes. I mean, right, I'm surprised well, I have opposable thumbs, sir. I'm not very bright sometimes. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I'm expecting you to put some pressure on old Rob Sanders there and get him down there because we fully expect both of you to be there as a team. Well, if, look, if Jackpot and I show up as a team, that's not going to be fun for everybody else. We're going to beat the shit out of everybody else. I don't even know the events. Hey. I don't even know what the events are, but if Jackpot and I show up together and we can compete together, nobody has a shot against us. You're out of your damn That's mind. Fine. No, I see. We, who, we who just want y'all company. It was some West Virginia dude won it last year. How the hell can you have a slob Olympics with someone from the fucking Big 12 winning the whole damn thing? That's that's ridiculous. We go down there, we're going to destroy everybody. I don't. He think won so. the damn thing. Oh, good God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's out there singing country roads and burning couches, and we couldn't get somebody from that's a Georgia fan to win this. Or he's a, out there. He's out there making a video about conference expansion. You know, and by the way, Pickskin Pete, he ran his mouth on the show. Well, you guys need to show up. How did you let someone from West Virginia beat you in the Olympics last year, sir? You should be ashamed of yourself. Now it's coming to your hometown down in Mount Pleasant, and you think we're supposed to just come down there for that? You couldn't win the title last year? That's a bigger flop than South Carolina going up there and beating Clemson. Shame on you, Pigskin Pete. Seriously. Are you are you two done listening to yourselves? Good point, sir. <laughs> All right, boys. I love you. I just want both of you to show up, and thank you for the show, brother. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Sir UGA signing out. All right. Beg and Megan says, unless there's a dicking contest, Rob has no shot. Somebody was, uh, when they were uh, out in the stands there in the corner, was holding a, 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 a toy chain, I guess, or something, and jingling it down as Brock Purdy is running around here. To, I mean, he's hugging somebody. I guess this is mom and dad. I don't know. But it looked like, I thought for a second it was a pair of panties. And somebody was dangling down, but it turned out it was a, a chain because he actually ducked under it. Oh, I thought somebody was just, you know, giving him a clean set. Well, well, you remember, you know, back in the day, the girls used to throw their panties <laughs> at concerts, and I used to throw them at Nature Boy Ric Flair and things like that. So I didn't know if that was a pair of drawers that somebody was dangling in his face, but it was a chain. I think uh, Tom Jones was big with that. Tom Jones was like, hey, he's the one where all the women threw underwear at him. 
So uh, it looks like, uh, according well, to Brandon Coon, hold on. I don't need permission to go. I just I'm gonna oh make sure the wife is cool with me going. That's all. It's not like I have uh, to ask. Her. She's my mother, for God's sakes. Holy shit, y'all. Um. Brandon Coon says that apparently Trajan Jeffcoat, the big six foot four, two hundred seventy five pounder, uh, is going to Arkansas now. <laughs> How does that happen? Man, the Mazadcast guys are going to love that. I can't wait get to get in Arkansas, one. but not South Carolina. Jesus Christ! Well, because Arkansas, I mean, all you need to get into Arkansas is, you know, the ability to peel a banana, right? Pretty much it, right? Color between the lines. Yeah, make sure you color and pass the coloring test. That's pretty much all you need to get into Arkansas. At least, at least at South Carolina, they expect you to qualify as by like the NCAA. You have to be able to actually write your name to come to South Carolina. (laughs) Maybe so. No, I don't know. All right. Well, Jackpot, we've had a good show. We'll be back at it on Wednesday, and uh, we'll see you guys later on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>